Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Desotel. With so much going on this year in the education field, uh, with everybody dealing with COVID, uh, there are special people that need even more work and more concentration, I guess I should say, to help them get through not only this period, but to look forward to uh, employment down the road and and how they are going to live their lives. I am talking specifically about young people on the spectrum. Now, right now at Wager Adult Education Center, they have introduced a program this year. It's a pilot program that will help young adults uh, get into the workforce and give them hands-on experience while they're at school. So joining me right now, I want to say hello to Nick Catalifos, who is the principal uh, at the Wager Adult Education Center, and he is chair of Giant Steps School and Resource Center. Hi, Nick. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Okay. Andre Pereira is also with us, and he is the project manager at Polaris Enterprises Initiative. And he's also um, the project manager for employment initiatives at Giant Steps School. Hi, Andre. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Very well. Thank you. And also joining us is Alexi Desplan. Alexi, we're going to find out who is a member of the program. He's partaking in it, and he's going to have a chat with us a little bit later about his experience on this program. So, Nick. I'm talking about a program. Mm -hmm. Why don't you tell us exactly what I'm talking about? What is this groundbreaking program for autistic young adults? Well, this is uh, this is a program that's really the uh, the, the the brain brainchild of the, the team at Giant Steps. They uh, they approached us here at Wager um, about a year ago, I'd say. We started talking about it, and in essence, it's an employment project um, that's geared towards giving. Um, adults on the spectrum, uh, an opportunity to work in a very specific sector or industry. In this case, it happens to be the uh, the, the food industry um, with with a partner that we're very proud to call uh, to call a partner. Um, that's Weston. Um, that includes a Loblaw group of companies: um, Loblaw, Maxi, Farmerpre, um, and Provigo here in Quebec. Um, so we partnered up. It's a big partnership between uh, between uh, us, uh, Giant Steps, and uh, and the company, as well as something called the Transforming Autism Care Consortium that's based out of the Neuro, which is a research group that's focused on on autism. Um, and in essence, what we did was we we set up uh, a program where we've taken a cohort of students to train them to prepare them. And Andre can talk about this in a lot more detail um, after I speak. But we're, we're training them and preparing them to work in that particular industry. Um, and Maxi, in particular, I would say, has been particularly generous, both with its time, um, but also in terms of, uh, of a major donation that it made to, to the school here, um, uh, to the project, I should say, at Wager, um, where they set up a mini supermarket in our cafeteria so that we can... So we're, we're talking about a complete mini grocery store. That's correct. They, we've set up a corner of the cafeteria to look exactly like, like a maxi supermarket um, with uh, shelving and all the products, the carts, etc. 
Um, we also have a, a fully functional cash register with the conveyor belt. Um, the students uh, train there. They practice in that setting, um, both in terms of, uh, of uh, placing uh, you know, items on the shelves, pricing them, and so on, working the cash register. And in addition to, to that, the students also have time um, to go out on, on stash and oh. to, to work both in the retail setting as well as um, at, the, uh, at, the, at the Provigo Distribution Center up in Laval. Um, our hope is that after um, you know, completing both the, the theoretical part of this program here at, at, the, at Wager, um, which is being done by, by um, an EMSB teacher in conjunction with two job coaches from, uh, from Giant Steps, um, that the students will be ready to move on to their stages, their internships. And if the internships go well, the hope, as long as everyone obviously um, wants to do this, is that the students will ultimately have the opportunity um, to be employed by, uh, by the company. Um, and, uh, and, and that's really the ultimate goal here. We, we're, we're hoping to see a project like this um, wind up becoming a fully-fledged employment uh, program uh, for people on the spectrum that a major corporation has undertaken. Now, now here's a question for you, Nick. Um, this is a project that has existed elsewhere, comes up from the States. What have, has been the response from uh, the corporations that have hired these young people after going through this project? What kind of uh, experience has it, has it been successful for these young people? Well, the, the, the model that we based uh, the project on is, uh, is based out of the States, as you mentioned. Um, we're, thinking, we're talking specifically about a, about a model that was based at Walgreens in the U.S. Um, Walgreens started out an initiative uh, 10 or 15 years ago. It was led by one of their senior corporate executives, Mr. Randy Lewis, who also happens to be the parent of, uh, of, of a child on the, on the spectrum, uh, an adult now. Um, and, and as I've said, you know, in, in the past, uh, when I've had the opportunity to speak about this, um, Randy is really an inspiration to, uh, to so many of us. Um, he, he could have, uh, quite frankly, placed his son um, in, uh, in some type of employment at Walgreens. But rather than do that um, alone, he actually um, went to the company and presented it with, uh, with a case. Um, for for uh, a project there where they would actually set up a new distribution center that was being built in a way that would actually incorporate um, not just people with with autism but with all sorts of uh, of disabilities um, and that was a major success so much so that the company embarked upon a major employment uh, plan um, that includes people on the spectrum um, and it's now serving as a model for many other corporations, not just in the U.S., but elsewhere. And we're basing our project largely on, on that, on that model as inspiration. It's not exactly the same, but it's quite similar. And uh, it, it was part of the argument that we had when we met with, uh, with the team, the corporate team um, at, uh, at Weston um, and, and, and basically spoke to them about why this is a good model and the fact that it's not one that's based on the notion of, of charity, quite frankly, but it's based on the notion of good business sense Yeah, um, because it, it works. It makes the company a, a better company in terms of its bottom line. And um, from that perspective, um, the, the company in this case, Weston, agreed to go forward with us 
and um, and we've had a, a pretty a pretty solid success, I would say. We're all very happy with the results so far. So win win. Absolutely, um, yeah. our students benefit a great deal. Um, that matters to me as an educator. It matters to me as a parent of an 18-year-old on the spectrum myself. Um, these are the types of opportunities that, uh, that I firmly believe um, autistic individuals deserve to, uh, to have. Um, and, and they deserve the opportunity as well to prove that they can do a great deal and then they, they can succeed when it comes to employment. Um, and, and the employment could be of any kind. It's, it, there's no... Yeah one specific type of employment or, or job description here. It's, it's really any, any type of employment. This just happens to be a project that's geared towards a, a very specific um, sector. So based on that, let me bring in Andre now, mm-hmm. because the Polaris Enterprise is really, as uh, well, as it says in your press release, is to empower adults with autism looking for employment. So how, how, how are you guys all fitting in with this, Andre? So when we crafted the, the program, we really wanted to develop a, a well-balanced program that not only worked on some of the professional development skills uh, for specific jobs within Blah Blah Company, so again, Maxi and Provigo here in Quebec, but we also wanted to make sure that we address the personal development. So a lot of emphasis is put on developing, um, identifying self-interest, fostering self-determination, uh, building up self-esteem, which is, is very important. And We've included um, different elements like an autistic mentor uh, group. Uh, once a month, we bring an autistic adult to speak to our participants to talk about their personal employment experiences and personal life experiences. Um, and that's going really well because there is a need for more and more models um, uh, you know, for autistic adults to look up to and to, and to kind of base themselves on as well. Um, but we brought in modern training tools. So when Nick was talking about the business case, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that um, the tools that we brought in would kind of um, um, be interesting to Loblaw in general. I'll give you an example. Um, and this was before COVID. We, we planned to do a virtual visit of a maxi store as well as their distribution center. So that means it's basically like Google Street View where you're in a maxi store and you're able to navigate uh throughout the store, uh, looking at where products uh, uh, can be found. Uh, we, you know, we create a lot of exercises around nutrition, uh, uh, speed in terms of finding certain products, uh, which will be you know, helpful with online grocery orders, for example, which have kind of skyrocketed through um, during the yeah. pandemic. So, uh, and then the mini market was, a, you know, it, it was um, uh, an unexpected donation from Maxi, who they've really gone out of their way to, uh, kind of provide everything that we would need down to the details and marketing signage. Uh, so that's been great. So we're, um, and those tools, for example, the virtual visit, it's something that we receive feedback saying that that's a great tool that we could even use for onboarding, you know, employees in general. So it's usually when um, some of these adjustments or different way of, different ways of looking at things are implemented, it benefits everyone. So, um, so we've been really excited about this project. I, I love the idea that what this all does very basically is, is provide confidence. And, and, when, and when you bring in other people that have been through this and that are on the spectrum and they can then relate back their own experiences, I think this must be absolutely invaluable. Absolutely. Well, 
Absolutely. And I mean, sorry to cut you off, but one other thing that we're doing, because there's many, it's a multifaceted project. So uh-huh. one of the other objectives is also to create awareness within the business community for a need for uh, inclusive hiring. And uh, once That's again, huge. yeah, it's not about social responsibility. Like Nick was saying, there is a business case. And one of the things we've implemented uh, in parallel is a uh, what we call Polaris Enterprise Leadership Series. So it was a virtual uh, uh, series uh, hosted by Paul Karwatsky, where we interviewed nine. Know, Paul. <laughs> That's right. Who works for Giant Steps now? So we're we're very fortunate right. to have him on the team. But we we've interviewed large and small organizations that already have experience with implementing autism at work policies and uh, putting the emphasis on neurodiversity. Um, to and these we're talking about huge organizations like SAP, Ernst and Young, uh, Plan Rayon, which is a small uh, organization in the Eastern Townships, uh, to kind of hear from them what their experiences have been and how you know their bottom line um, has improved and also the the composition of their team. So um, you know it, it was I I found it important to include an element like that to show that others are starting to do it as well and have been doing it for a number of years so that we could learn from some of their best practices. That's, that's absolutely wonderful. Now, can I uh, take a few moments here to speak to Alexi Desplaines? Alexi yeah. has been involved in the program over at Wager, and uh, I believe Alexi has done some stage work as well. So, hi, Alexi. Hello. Hi. So, so tell me, what's your favorite part about working in the Minimart? Um, oh. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I, I, I was just—I was kind of expecting more about the program in general. But okay, okay. Um, you can talk to me about whatever you want. That all—all all the teachers have a great sense of humor and are always joking <laughs> around. Humor is important. Get our work done, <laughs> but. In a way that in my other jobs, they weren't half as funny. So t- tell me what you get to do when you're practicing at the mini, um, at the uh, maxi mini. What you, you do? Uh, like you, you put it away and yeah, they put the stuff back, find, find where it is. Uh, yeah. Like, Make sure everything is neat, uh, looks good. Uh-huh. That's called facing. Because the teachers, the teachers sing, tell me, tell, use their technical word. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and and how, do, how to use the cash, though I don't really want to do that. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't want to do. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Um... Now, Alexi, um, uh, uh, inventory, um, yeah, uh, uh, finance, actually, no, we haven't. Have you, Lexi, at some point, actually finding the price is right. We found where the price is, but that's probably what we're doing next time. Oh, and we got, we got a maxi shirt. Very cool. Very cool. So one of the things we're trying to do is also, uh, you know, uh, exposing them to different types of of jobs. Uh, And at the end, it will really be up to the participants, you know, whether they want to pursue uh, a job 
within the distribution setting or a retail store. Uh, but right now we're just exposing them to different types of jobs. Not everybody is interested, like Alexi was saying, operating the cash register, for example. Um, but it really is part of the process of discovering, you know, what one enjoys or doesn't enjoy. Well, I think it's wonderful. And um, now this is a pilot pro, uh, project. It began in August and it ends, it winds up in June. So we're not quite sure where it's going, but it sounds at so far, I know it's a small program at this point due to COVID. You don't have as many students as you would have liked. I believe, Nick, did you tell me there are 10 young people in this program? There's, there's, there's 10 students in the program. Originally, the idea was to have had at least one more larger cohort, but because of COVID, we've obviously had to uh, limit the numbers of, uh, of participants the way we have in every class. Um, so we've been very careful about that. The students are also operating in their own bubble, as would any group of, uh, of students. So um, at this point in time, the only people that are using the mini market uh, in, uh, in that cafeteria are the ones from this particular cohort. Um, so we've, we've been uh, quite, quite careful for, for obvious reasons. Um, but having said that, going forward, um, you know, we're going to be see we're going to look at what we're going to do in terms of, uh, of the future. Um, as a pilot project, we're extremely, uh, you know, happy and you know, proud of, of the work that's been, um, that's been done thus far. I think the students have really benefited um, a great deal. And there's no doubt that these programs need to continue to be, uh, to be developed. And, uh, and to that end, I, I want to say a word of thanks to the uh, to the English Montreal School Board for for supporting the project in particular, um, the uh, the entire team that works within uh, the the adult and, and vocational uh, sector at uh, at the school board. Um, it's been um, it's we've had a lot of support for it and um, and we're quite grateful for that. And and at the same time, I also have to say a, a big word of thanks to Giant Steps uh, for initiating this as well as to our other partners, uh, the Transforming Autism Care Consortium that's handling the, the research aspect of the project and, and will be keeping uh, you know, tabs and, and, and doing a statistical analysis and a quality of analysis of the program and how it went. Um, but ultimately, the biggest thanks is going to go um, to our corporate partners um, for, for supporting this. And, um, and I'm just going to end off, I think, by saying that we're, we're particularly proud of the 10 students because they've worked very, very hard. Um, they've, uh, they've really um, put their, their, their heart and soul into it. Um, this is a bilingual group, English and French, which is also quite important to mention. Um, it's, uh, it was very important to us uh, from, uh, from the very beginning that the group be quite bilingual. Um, and there's a, there's a huge uh, variety in terms of, of ages here in this particular group, Suzanne. Um, the, the ages go from 21 to 62. And, um, and all the students are, are very, very uh, enthusiastic about the program, um, regardless as to what point in their lives uh, they, they are at. And they, they, they're looking forward to the possibility of, uh, of employment uh, at the end of this. Um, again, as Andre said, no one is forcing them that, down that path. It's, it's completely their choice as individuals. Mm-hmm. But at least they have the opportunity to, to explore whether or not this is a sector they want to work in uh, in a structured way and, and surrounded by people, and this is quite important, that want them in, uh, in, their, in their corporate structure. That's, that's very important to, to, to stress. Well I, I like, well, I think that, that what's, what this is accomplishing is 
not only uh, opening up uh, the doors for these these people, to, for young people, well, as you say, 21 to 62, uh, to get hands-on experience, but what just as important is opening corporate eyes. That's right. As to the value that uh, people on the spectrum can bring to their bottom line, as you've mentioned a couple of times. So as I say, it's a win-win situation and congratulations. And I really hope that this program continues. I'm, I know you'll have the back, the backing of the EMSB. Uh, let's hope once we get through COVID, this can be expanded even. Uh, you guys have done amazing work. So I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, Nick Catalifos, who is the at Wager Adult uh, Education Center. He's the principal and chair of uh, Giant Steps School and Resource Center as well. Also joining us today is the project manager at Polaris Enterprise Initiative and also employment initiatives over at Giant Steps School. Thank you, Andre Pereira, for joining us. And a big thank you to Alexi Deplan, who is one of the students who is participating in this pilot project that is going on at Wager, which is a mini grocery store, which allows the students to have hands-on experience, a work experience, and is also opening up the eyes of corporations to show the value of having people on the spectrum working for them. So thank you all for joining us today. Thank, thank you very you. much, sir. You've been listening to the English Montreal School Board Podcast with Suzanne Desotel. Make sure to subscribe to this and the Inspirations Podcast, Quebec's only podcast dedicated to the special needs community on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks for listening.